Welcome, Death Piles and Taxes. Wow. It seems like I just saw you, Adam. Man, I swear I just saw you. It's still like there's a lingering aroma of cheddar biscuits. The, the bay is still of cheddar. Episode 52. 52. Happy Boxing Day to you. I appreciate that, old Canada. Happy uh, season of, of gifts and giving. Hope you and your family had a great um, what whatever you did on Christmas. I don't even know. Did you get anything you're going to resell? You know, I never tell that. But if those of you have things right now that you're like, what am I going to do with this item? And maybe you didn't get the receipt from, you know, let's just say, a sister-in-law or uh, your mom. Or an Aunt Marla. Um, go ahead and uh, you can put that on eBay and no one will ever know. It'll be our little secret. And Uncle Dale? Yeah, if Uncle Dale gave me anything, that might be a first. Um, but then I might resell it. How, how come I saw, like... There's this fruitcake you're trying to sell on the internet. That's not the one you gave me. That's a whole different... We ate the one you gave us. Very delicious. Thank you very much. Compliments to you and the missus. Um, the one that's on the indoor yard sale uh, discount rate is uh, the one that we had before you gave us that one. Ah, and, you know, doesn't even compare to the one you handed over. I know it's always like an awkward thing, but the problem with giving gifts to, like, others, like, it's a very... It's a hard thing, because... When I think about it, like, we're, we're spoiled in America. Like, we are so hoity-toity. Like, we have stuff we never, ever need. We got stuff that we get brand new and put it in a, in a closet and then, like, five years later pull it out and be like, oh, I forgot all about this. Huh, all right, I'm just going to put it to the thrift store or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or, or, oh, we bought all these things and we were supposed to return it and we never do. Yeah, I'll get to it. So, well, so if that's... Other, a, actually, if other countries could see the uh, okay. amount of waste and spoil, they'd... Uh, they probably won't go to war with us just over that. Yeah, just, here you go. Here's our leftovers. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is, you know, when you get that item, it's hard to be like, uh, you know, you got to look like you're excited. Um, I'll tell you what. My mother-in-law, she's amazing. She does the greatest things ever. She doesn't listen, Adam. You don't have to say that. Well, I can. You know, maybe one day she'll listen. I'll just tell her this is her special episode. There you go. You know our, our fun trip we had to San Jose? Yes, sir. Part of that was funded by my mother-in-law. You were saying something about that. How's that work? So she gives each of us $150, and then she gives us $15 to go to dinner. So we went shopping for our own gifts. So I used my $150 on our trip to San Jose. So when we were at the Claw Shack, that's why I got my own little bib. Uh-huh, you did. And I got our, I got a nice picture that I'm going to put up in a cute little frame of me, you, and Mike Painter that's- <laughs> in our bibs. There you go. And that would be now my expectation. Uh, she can put that out at work on the desk yeah, or whatever, she, and people can, you know. She's got to put that up. So that's what it is, is she gives us the money, we have to wrap up a gift, and then we open it at Christmas. So here's where your money went. Exactly. What a wonderful idea. I've loved it every year. It's a hard thing to buy for some people, especially you get to a certain point where you pretty much have everything you'd ever want or need in your life somewhat, and uh, somebody's like, well, what do I get you? And you're like, I don't, I don't know. 
But but that's why you give them eBay gift cards so I can come buy money. That's what I was going to say. My shop, right? The day after was for me because that's what my parents did. Like, Spend money, not buy money. Sorry. We get a little bit of things, but then we got you know we got some money, and and it was always nice because like I mean this is you know thirty years ago, twenty five years ago, and it'd be a pretty good chunk of change, you know, and it'd be like holy cow, Toys R Us, here we come, day after Christmas. That's why um, with your stores right now, everyone gets fourth quarter, whatever. Usually till about February, you get people that, I mean, tax season, tax returns are starting to come yeah. in. Uh, you get Christmas money, holiday money. People are looking to spend for themselves because grandma didn't know that you were into Star Wars and buy you that action figure you wanted or that, that card or, or whatever. So uh, keep your store up. Maybe keep listing, of course, and, and hopefully the sales keep ringing up. I don't want to be the spoiler alert, but I know you went to the Star Wars whatever premiere premium I told you Luke was just going to have another kid. Don't spoil it. I told you. Don't do it. That Skywalker guy. There's people guy. out there that haven't heard it. All right. And I'm going to have to edit all that out. Oh, no. It's, it's the good. The Boba Fett's are going to be upset. <laughs> Steven Spielberg, thanks for all you do. Exactly. Didn't he, isn't he the one that makes it? I don't, I don't know. Adam doesn't know anything about popular events, but then you go to his house and it's playing the most contemporary music and has TVs up there showing... Feature films. The most contemporary. You're, uh, you're a, a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Is that what you say? I forget. I, that's There's probably, some phrase there. That's probably that. true. You know one thing? I, I'm getting back into this card movement. We are getting... Uh, the nostalgia is deep uh, when we were out to San Diego. So I've been, we've been doing cards for a while. San Jose, you mean? Uh, what did I say? San Diego? Yeah. San Jose? When we were on the San California. So I like that. We uh, stopped at a, a card shop. And we were digging through, and they had all these packs of cards for a couple bucks here and there, hither and thither, all sorts of different ones. We talked about it a couple episodes back. I think we even uh, opened them on the air, maybe. If I Did we do that? You did a live feed. Okay, so people saw. Yeah. Um, anyway, it kind of kicks that little nostalgia factor in, and you kind of get that thing in your head going. And I said, this is great. We should do this. And you said, there's this new card shop in Spanish Fork, which... Yeah. Is just up the road from us. Yeah, 10 minutes away. So the other day, after my uh, company Christmas event, we went and saw the uh, the uh, Ebenezer Scrooge Christmas Carol up at the New Health Center Theater. Yeah. And so I got off work a little early because uh, we did that on the clock and they sent us home, basically. What a good guy. Good company. And I thought, you know what? I don't want to just go home. I'm going to go buy some cards. But I thought, I'm going to go to a pawn shop because they might have some cards there. And I might be able to get a deal. Undervalued. I've, I've been all about the pawn, you know, tell people to do it. But every time I went, I've had a horrible experience. Okay. So there's a pawn shop that's also a bell bondsman off Main Street over there. Of course they are. Not going to say the name because of what I'm about to say. Oh. So I go in, and the shelves are pretty bare. Okay. Pretty bare. And the guy says, what do you want? And I said, oh, I'm just kind of looking around. Um well, anything in particular? I said, I'm looking for cards. Do you got any sports cards, anything like that? And he kind of looked at me and goes, are cards worth anything? <laughs> I said, well, not really. I mean, <laughs> you get the right ones, but it's not like how it was back. You don't have any yeah. Mickey Mantle sitting around, I'm sure, Babe Ruth or, you know, Jordan and if Rookies. you do, they're not worth a whole lot. So I said, not really, but kind of getting this nostalgia itch or whatever. I just said, nah, I'm just kind of, you know, looking to get into it. I may have said I have, you know, nieces and nephews and stuff that I'm trying to get into it. Which you do. I, I do, but I'm not, I was buying for myself. I might have been a little white lie there. And he goes, huh. Well, funny you should say that. Oh. 
And he goes to the back and he comes out with a box of uh, some 1991 yeah. Donruss upper deck baseball cards, right? Yeah, you mean bicycle spokes. And I'm just like, well, there's probably nothing in there, but there might be a card or two if the price is right. I can go through them. Yeah. Maybe a Nolan Ryan or a Ken Griffey. I can help you out. Something. I said, so, uh, so what do you want for that? Oh, these are my sons. So okay. Like, I think he's trying to negotiate or whatever. I said, well, do you want to call him and see what he wants for him? I doubt he'd be willing to sell him. I said, all right, then. And I just walked down. I said, okay, I'm done. Because, like, it was a horrible experience. He was very not friendly and rude. Like, when I said, what do you want for this box of cards that's worth nothing? You know, $10 would have been too much, but yeah. I probably would have paid that. Yeah. And then he's just like, I, I, I don't know. So I'm like, good. I hope you go bankrupt. The way that your company and business is looking with your bare shelves and your honoring this, you deserve. I mean, you're in the bell bondsman. I'm sure you're dealing with people that are in and out of prison and jail and needing the money. And I get that. No, there's no probably about it. That's, that's what he deals with. But somebody like me, Johnny Q Public, comes in, you know, be nice to me. And maybe say 15, 20 bucks and I might buy. Hey. Whatever. So I thought, oh, Adam told me about this other card shop that opened on the other side of town. I'm going to go over there and see what's up. And maybe it'll be like that place we were at. And so I drive over there. I had to Google where it was at. And I'm exper- I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be another one of those unreal, you know, guys that's just miserable. And I just kind of want to go in there and see what they have. So I find it. And it's, it, it's over behind an abandoned Kmart. What's the name of the place? It is Venue Sports Cards. First thing that popped up on my Instagram. If you're if you're in the Utah County area, I can recommend this more. Even if you're in the state of Utah and you're into cards, um, so I walk in there and there's memorabilia just all over, and it's like this old warehouse kind of well, a newer warehouse, not even old, behind the old Kmart building over there. And the guy says, "Hey man, how's it going?" I said, "Oh, it's, it's going good." He goes, uh, "What are you looking for?" I said, "You know, I'm just kind of looking around. I don't have anything specific. I." Uh, just kind of heard that you were here, and I just wanted to come look. Oh, cool, man. All right, enjoy. So I walk in there, and there's there's memorabilia all over. It's a really cool shop. Got It's a very cool shop. It's got stuff all over. And he comes out, and he goes, hey, my name's Phil. Yeah. What's what's your name? I said, oh, my name's Derek. And he's like, oh, cool. shakes your hand. Yeah, he's like, cool, Derek. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. And he tells me, like, his whole life story. Oh, yeah. Breaks it down there, and white, whatever. And I think we're going to try to have Phil on the show. So I don't want to ruin his whole life story and everything. But he's like, and I'm not a chatty guy. Like, we go somewhere, you're yeah. the guy that chats somebody up. I sat and talked to Phil for a good half hour. Phil gets it, man. And uh, I said, you know, I, I collect wrestling cards. One of the things I do is I sell them on eBay, on the internet. I collect wrestling cards. He's like, oh, you need to see this Undertaker card I got. <laughs> you come over here. I just got this Undertaker card. Look at this. And it was a, it was a side autographed uh, Undertaker oh. card. I'm like, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, me and my nephew saw him a couple years back or whatever. Oh. And I just thought that was really awesome. I don't sell sell a lot of these cards, but, you know, this is really cool, isn't it? I said, yeah. And then I was looking around some other things. He had a few other customers come in, and this nice little lady helped out. So at the end of the day, I'm like, I need to buy some stuff. Yeah. So I I bought some football cards, um, a blaster pack. I called it, when we were editing, I called it a blister pack. (laughs) The blaster pack. I'm sorry to the card people out there. So I bought a blaster pack of football, and I got me some some basketball cards. And then I said, you know, what's the deal with this Wrestling Legends cards over here? And he's like, because they were buy one, get one. Yeah. And I said, you got another one? Or, or and he goes, no, that's it. But I tell you what, Derek, you're buying a lot of stuff. I'm just going to give you a great deal. So he cut the price, like, almost in half. 
And they said, you're buying so much stuff on these football cards. Yeah. I'll cut that in half, too. And then, uh, and then uh, you need some, you know, he gave me some, like, of these card holder things. And he's like, do you got kids? I'm like, no, I don't have, I don't have kids. Well, the reason I asked, not trying to offend you, but all these posters in here. Yeah, he tried. He tried give me a poster too. He's like, man, if you if you got kids, or even if you want to take them to your niece, nephew, whatever, or if you want them for yourself, take all the posters you want. I'm like, this is night and day from that pawn shop experience to this experience. I said, you know what, Phil, I'm going to tell everybody I know that's into cards come come shop here. And uh, he's like, oh, I appreciate that, man. I said, I'd much rather come here. I know I'm a Walmart guy, and I am safe for cards. If you can go get them on clearance at Walmart, do it because you can get a lot of value there. Well, I said, Phil, I'd much rather come and buy all my uh, card holders, and these cards are from you, and the money go to you, they go to, you know, Walmart or some big box store, and give them the money, because you're not only giving me great deals, but personalized, and I hope you do well. He's like, ah, oh, thanks, man, that means a lot. And we sat and talked for probably another 10 minutes, and I said, okay, so by the time I got out to the car, I'd send a mass email or text to all my friends, it's like, hey, go to Phil's card shop, you won't, you won't uh, regret it. And that was on a Friday and Saturday. I went to go see Phil. Same experience. Like, what a stud. That guy gets it. It's all customer service. And he says, yeah, you know what? I, I really want to kind of turn this place into kind of like a cheers where everybody knows your name. <laughs> well, he had some guy in there that was buying things. He's like, this guy just pulled. I don't even know what he he's Oh, like, yeah. He's, he just got this the other day. So he's, he's the war is around. So whatever you get is going to be lucky, you know. So I went in and, and uh, I bought some cards for my kids. Wanted to get them into the game because they've seen some of my cards and, and they, you know, when we went through my big collection, they pulled some out that they thought were cool. So I said, you know what, I'm going to get some cards for Christmas. So I went in and threw down some dollars and same thing, same experience, got some different things, some uh, Panini, you know, NBA cards, some football cards, looked around to try and find things for my daughter. You know, she's into some of it, but trying to pull a Danica Patrick, you know, NASCAR um, that's My Little Pony cards. He had some Toy Story cards. Oh, there's all sorts of cards. Yeah, yeah. anything had, that you can imagine. He had a plethora. Um, he had some old uh, Desert Storm cards for a quarter, and I threw down some of those. You get Storm and Norman rookie. I haven't no, I haven't gone through the uh, the whole packs yet. You know, Christmas is a big day, and we're working on that. But same experience, and like most of the time, like that's what it is. Is just creating that, that uh, relationship because then, you know, if I go there, you go there, you know, everybody, the thing is, is cards are hot. You know, when we talk about this, you know, it is getting popular right now. Your Twitter follower, Gary V, talks about it specifically. Of, he says exclusively, if I had a thousand dollars to invest, what would you do? That's what everybody asks him. And he says, if I were you, I would go on and find the hot quarterback. And he said this at the beginning of the year. Go on and find you some Lamar Jacksons. Get them great, like the graded ones. Buy them. He showed specifically on some of these things. These guys did that. They'd buy these cards, and now they're worth $1,700. Yeah, I mean, there's there's always going to be that hot quarterback. Um, so I went through, opened and went through, and I just put off my specialty little, you know, and you'll know they're special because they look different. There's a serial number, or there's an autograph, or there's some sort of border around them, or it says rookie there, right? So I separated, excuse me, separated all my cards out, and I've uh, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna get some of these graded, but the other ones I'm just putting up for auction. You know, it might not be anything that's gonna be worth a whole lot in value, but even if I could get a couple bucks a card, um, that's gonna pay for the whole pack. Yeah. You know, you sell three, four cards, you pay for everything. Now I'm gonna throw you. I know it's gonna be one of those things. I'm gonna throw you on the spot. 
a couple, I don't know, a month or two ago, there was some, you knew like the website, the best one to go to that kind of give you the value on the cards. Do you know what that is? Um, that gives you the value? Yeah, it kind of gives you like what's selling, or is that what your, your PSA? Um, I, I go to PSA because um, that's where I get them graded. You yeah. can do Beckett as well. And it will give you population reports. Okay. Um, showing you how many have been graded, and it will give you, um, depending on the card, uh, kind of a price guide value. Um, obviously, it's not like when we were kids that you'd get that big Beckett magazine that had everything in it. Yeah. Uh, with my wrestling cards, I kind of have different configurations that I use. Um, and then there's always just eBay sold. So that's usually what I do. That's you the have, biggest thing are eBay sold. You have a you have some new website for me? No, that's what I I I thought you told me about one, but maybe I'm I'm just wrong. Um, I might have, and if I did, it'll be back in the archives. It's not, it's not coming to head right now, but, uh, usually what I do is, uh, if it's, you know, I don't keep up on all the current sports all the time. There's just too much going on. Yeah. So some of the names, I'll just Google while I'm there, you know, uh, whatever rookie card or whatever card you get, if it looks something special and see what comes up. Uh, of course you want to go through your solds and stuff, but you can kind of get an idea there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if it's that, if I'm going to grade it, you go over to the PSA. Uh, with that, you do need a membership, which is tax deductible according to Adam. What do you mean according to Adam? According to the IRS. So, you know, you can get that. And uh, a lot of things, it's kind of interesting because people will tell me, these wrestling cards, you're wasting your time. They aren't worth anything. Well, if I can go and see that there's, you know, only three graded or none graded in the world. Yeah. And I get them graded. I have what's called population one. Yes. which means there's only one in the world. And some people search that kind of thing. And so I think I put up the other day to you and Painter where I was showing you, because um, you had this Michael Jordan card that came back we talked about. Yep, my... And people were giving you so much crap about not doing your research and, like, why would you do this if it's under this, you know, if it's under an eight, you're wasting your, your time and you, money. you got to love the trolls. And, and uh, that might be true for some things, but I just sent you, like, four or five cards that I'd sold just over this... Uh, you know, holiday yeah. season yeah. that were sevens, eights, even low, but because they're rare, different, not a lot of them out there, I was making, you know, 80 bucks, you know, 20, 40 bucks a pop off these things. So, I mean, you got to know your audience. Um, it's the same with, I mean, there's you know, the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, the Pokemon cards, the, I see there's Star Wars, there's cards for everything. So I guess as we kind of get in, like I said, we're a podcast. We talk about reselling. Yeah, sorry, this is heavy card day. Obviously, you know, you've made it this far. You know, you're, you're, you're into it. But kind of where we're going is let's do a little call to action here. Like I said, go look at your stuff, man. Go. I'm guessing that a good majority of, of anyone on here has, you know, collected cards at some point. If you haven't, your dad, your brother, your, your cousin. Cousin, your neighbor, um, your neighbor's son. It, it's funny because while we were at this shop in, in San Jose, there were three Japanese businessmen that were there that were ripping wax. They were going to town. Like they had boxes and boxes like trying to find this signed Zion Williamson card. It was pretty entertaining to watch. Well, and these things, so these packs, they were spending, were, I mean, 100 bucks a pack. Oh, yeah. A card, yeah, a box. A box. And there's probably, I don't know, eight, eight packs of cards in the box, something like that. Yeah, there was not a lot of, the volume was not there. And this was their lunch break, and they were just in there, you know, buying, <laughs> buying boxes. boxes at 100 bucks a pop, almost like they're, they're playing the lottery. Yeah, which and, I guess is, they kind of are. It is now, and that's kind of what uh, Phil gets it. He, he's understanding. He's like, he'll get you in the door, you know, it, kind of like your drug dealer, just kind of helping you out a little bit. Oh, you, you compare Phil to a drug dealer. Oh, come on, Adam. 
Well, like, oh, Phil's a great guy, Adam. <laughs> he just gets He's a good businessman. Come on. Okay, a uh, like your ice cream truck driver. There you go. A little kinder content there. Come on, Phil might be listening. He's got family, Adam. <laughs> it gets you that gets you that itch that you got to scratch. Well, it's, it's the nostalgia factor you know, for a lot of us. It, it was funny. I can. I, I thought about it after he left the store because I'm like, man, uh, you know, because I'm like the same thing as like the American Dream. He quit his job forever and he's opened a card <laughs> shop. Like, who doesn't want to do that? Uh, but I'm like, man, what if what if he did this? What if he did that? You know what would be really cool is is basically it's like the days of the 49ers. Like everybody's trying to find the gold, and the only person that ends up rich is the guy that's selling the, the That's right. You're the, you're the gold pan guy that's selling it out of Granny's wagon. That's right. Phil's got his wagon full. He's uh, selling the supplies, and who knows what's going to happen. So support your local card shops. Yes. There's plenty out there. Uh, like I said, I do go to Walmart and just try by the clearance because – you get those for a deep discount yeah. and you go through what you have or sell it or whatever you're going to do. Uh, here's something that I tried out on the Macari. I haven't been a big Macari guy. So I went through all my cards. Okay. And Mike Painter talked about buying a box of used cards. Okay. I know you had the open cards of the Gary B that we went through. And you had negative experiences both. Yeah. So I went ahead and sold some uh, football cards. So I went through, took what I wanted, put back what I didn't. Yeah. And I, I put, hey, here's a pack of uh, box of cards. They have been opened. Um, don't know what's really in there. Not because I'm not an expert. I mean, I'm really not. I might have something I missed in there. Yeah, but I probably got something. But I said they're open, they're used as is, and I discount them greatly. Okay. And I figured if I can sell this instead of just sitting, you know, collecting dust. Yeah. I make you know four or five bucks. There you go. It's half of what it costs. Whatever. That's not bad. I thought then I can take that four or five bucks. It comes back and reinvest it in more cards. Take out, and I've already sold a box. Look at you go, man. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm just crossing my fingers and hoping that the guy doesn't say, these are open. He didn't say that. Because I was very clear, like, with with uh, both you and Mike Painter, I don't want that experience to where somebody comes back on me and says, you know, what kind of a sham are you running here? But You know, there's a lot of things that you would think are very clear. It's like blue and red. There should be a, you know, you can see this, you cannot see this. Sometimes some people are just blind. I haven't had a big, uh, I haven't sold a whole lot of Macari. I'm not, I was, you know, just trying to figure out even how to print a label was a little tough for me. I was like the new guy. But print it off, send it off, haven't heard anything back. But I did, you know, put in the title even, like, Open, and then in the description, open, uh, not new, so on and so forth. But, hey, there you go, man. Yeah. I, I'm doing that with all, all the other cards, too. I go through, take what might get greater, what I might want to sell, and I'm just going to bulk sell the rest. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Macari's putting some marketing dollars. I've seen a couple of video ads for him, so you never know. So And then I'm, I'm auctioning, so I started some auctions on eBay with, with the other cards. I'm not getting graded. Yeah. Uh, but they're still like some rookie cards, or yeah. they're... Uh, uh, one was uh, a Westbrook that had all this flashy stuff on it. You know, I don't know. It might be worth a lot, but I'm probably not going to take the time to research it and, and get it graded. So I just put, you know, I'm going to start an auction, 99 cents, do it for a week. and See what I, happens. See what happens. I'll make you never know. 5 to $10 off that. You know, I just contribute to then the stuff that I know, like these rookie cards, or I got like the Lamar Jackson cards and stuff I've shown you guys. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to get those ones graded. And you can go from there, but I've been pretty card heavy as of late. Oh, I didn't know if we were transitioning into the husky section. Oh, are we gonna do a husky section again? You're liking those? I don't know. You said heavy. 
Man, you just take those low blows. Before we do, I have to tell you about, I went out thrifting the other day. So did I. And I got all excited because I found these Nike dry uh, fit shirts. Ooh. And they were like brand new. Yeah. And I looked and they were $3. And I mean, there was a whole rack of them. So I thought, Money City USA, you know, the old, uh, your ships came in. So I started just pulling them off the rack, pulling them off the rack, putting them in the cart, putting them in the cart. Ooh. And then I see Solar City embroidered on them. Oh. And I had to put them on. And I thought, oh, that's why. Because, you know, I thought a, a black, brand new Nike dry fit yeah. shirt I could sell for an easy, you know, 10 to $20 ish, yeah. depending on size and all that. But when it says a company name of Solar City, nobody wants Not that. so much. So you got to be careful out there. So we're past the uh, holiday season, past Christmas. We're, so we're getting ready for New Year's. We are getting ready for New Year's. Get those resolutions ready. Um, I, I haven't been sourcing in quite a while, um, except when we went with you guys in San Jose. But I went out and we, I had tried to find something for my brother. It's a holiday, you know, we draw names and I had my brother. And uh, we went to the, the antique stores, which, uh-huh. depending on where you're thrifting, you, you never know. And that's when we were in there. And we're, like, looking at stuff. And my wife is getting back into it. She's like, man, this is fun. And you'd look up the sold and try and find some things. Um, I found a pretty unique gift for my brother. Can you say what it was? Oh, I can now because it's He's, he's opened it now. Yeah, so I told him. I texted him. I said, you got it. You got it. You know, let me know. Found a very unique weather vane. Excuse me? You heard me right. A weather vane. What What makes it unique? Well, I know most of our listeners, younger, the younger generation, they might not know what that is, because now they just look at it on their iPhone. Um, used to be a device, and by device I mean a metal <laughs> rod <laughs> that you'd have on the top of, you know, whatever structure. And your barn. They, your, exactly, your barn. And it, when the wind blew, it kind of, you know, point the direction, whichever. Um, so my brother, like... We grew up, uh, go to my grandparents' house, and they had a weather vane on top of their uh, barn. Um, it was really like kind of a storage shed. It, it was really, it was a barn. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool, and I bought it for him and sent it off. And when we took the box to the lady at the uh, post office, she kind of looked at me funny because they say if it fits, it ships. The box yes. was a little, you know. <laughs> a little iffy. <laughs> it was more like a. You Frankenbox it a little bit? No, no Frankenbox. It's kind of like a, you know, a, a, you take a square and you just kind of squish it a little bit. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, a, she must have been seasonal. That's, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so it was, my wife is kind of concerned. I'm like, just, if you just do it like you know it, like, don't, just don't want to ask any questions. Yep, yep. So. Walk in there like you're the Postmaster General and just drop it off. Yeah, so we did that. That was kind of fun. So we went in a little sourcing, saw some items. So it, it was fun. It's it's. I haven't got into that in a while, so it's always good to get back into. Of course, if you're not listing it, you're hoarding it. So if you're not listing, you're hoarding. That's a good. That's a good thing. Hey, uh, are you a big resolution guy? I am. I haven't been, but uh, last year, one of my resolutions, and I told my wife, and we just had this little talk, is I wanted to start a podcast and get going. Wow! And I got with you, and you were big on Gary V, and said, "Hey, man, we just got to do it." Like I kind of started sputtered here and there. And look at us now. We are coming up on our one-year anniversary. I know we said 52, and I know most of you out there, especially you accountants, are like, hey, Adam, there's 52 weeks in a year. You do this once a week. We've slipped in a few bonus shows. We've thrown in some bonus shows. So the anniversary show is coming up. We think we're going to do maybe a couple T-shirts. 
We need to get over there and talk to the people. We, we got a couple things. We're throwing out a poll here shortly. We're trying to get that, that name kind of worked out. Sure. Our, our numbers have grown. I uh, appreciate it. And Adam tells me that uh, we're, we're right close to that Jerry Sloan episode we've been promising. I've had a few people asking about it. And we're just we're gonna kick that out sooner than later. So keep tuned for that. I, I forgot like last week's show again. Part of it, Brian texted me. He's like, "We want that Jerry Sloan episode." People are asking. I'm hoping we haven't built it up too much. I think it's a really great story. So it's it's coming your way, and we appreciate everyone that's left us you know reviews and feedback. And you know, uh, we got an awesome letter from. I'm not gonna name the source, but we got this email, and I was expecting it to be somewhat of a ripping or that you guys suck. And here's where you can. Great information, and I think we're going to implement it into our New Year's. It was a New Year's new store. I think yeah. uh, next couple episodes, I think we should do that. Um, tax season's coming up. I got an email from our buddy Bill with the sellers group, and he's already he's already uh, putting out the tax man cometh. I, Get ready, prepared for Adam Beasley. I already sent over my little bio about it, Bill, $100 bill. Um, he sent over the information, so we'll be up there to the eBay eBay, if you're uh, in the Utah area, the sellers group, the meetup group, uh, come see Adam. He's going to talk about taxes, answer all your questions. Uh, I think we should try to record that, and that can be another bonus show we'll throw up there. You know what's really cool you think about? Like, we're at the eBay headquarters, man. Like, it's not like this is just two slums in an office in Payson, Utah. Like, no, we're not in the back, the back uh, alley preaching our, our words away. Uh, eBay is inviting you to come talk to people about taxes. Man, it's just like going on national radio. Like, holy smokes, man. It's The iron's getting hot, and we're trying to hit it. And a year ago, nobody even knew about this. Uh, look how it grows. These were just thoughts in our heads. We thought, ah, somebody will listen. And I, I'm amazed every time I look at the numbers. So. And, and you know the crazy thing? Like, my mom doesn't. She's not even the one downloader anymore. You need your mom to write that nice review. I she still hasn't written. How about Barb? Is Barb in the review? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. What about Bev? Um, I don't know if Bev's a listener, but with this uh, influence of Mike Painter, I'm sure uh, we can get a lot of Painter clan. They, that's a big family. It is a big family. Painter family. I'm I'm calling you out. Um, we need good reviews from from those of you that haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, his his brother Clint. I don't know if you saw this the other day. Was was saying I was thinking about you this holiday season. And they had the meme of, of Grandpa Joe being a scumbag that wouldn't work for his family. It was great. I, speaking of that, that is always one of my resolutions. I started doing it again. Um, not getting you know too personal, too into too many things, but we do a lot here. Yeah, we just dive into things. Uh, I had some health scares a couple of years ago. Um, I had to lose some weight. Um, you know, had some spent a couple of days in the hospital, and I had to lose weight. And you know, did a lot of research, and you know. Obviously, the easiest way is to not eat like garbage. Um, but I also had to, you know, eat some things to fill up. So I really enjoyed cabbage. <laughs> I really enjoyed cabbage. So I would start eating it. Um, it's supposed to clean out a lot of your intestinal systems and um, made me feel a lot better kind of on and off. And that's always my resolution is I, I, I like eating cabbage. Grandpa Joe ate cabbage. You know, now I look more back at it like he was the quintessential um, uh I want to make sure you horrible right. person. <laughs> That's probably the right term. I was going to go with a, a different political party, but I want to theater. Yes. Um, so uh, that's why we get this Grandpa Joe like type of thing. And uh, but go read the book. I mean, there, watch the movie. You got some time off for the holiday season. Go revisit some things. Yeah. I wonder if there's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory cards. 
And I'm like, you get me a Grandpa Joe. Well, well I told you there's cards. Like, we oh, got you them. have that card. Yeah, we have those cards. Yeah. Well, that's like at the arcade. I mean, like, came out around the time of the movie. I was like, I swear, didn't I give you one? I gave it back because it was like a 25 token for no, your daughter it's or something. A 50 ticket. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep with that on my conscience. That would make me a, a Grandpa Joe if I stole that from a kid. That's true. Or a scumbag. Um. Yeah. Well. So Adam's health scare. So me and Adam would talk like every day, basically, right? Yes, now we do. And and now we just almost wait a week to talk. We do. But here, back when he had this thing happen, I hadn't heard from him for a few days or whatever, and and whatever. And then, then I talked to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I just got in the hospital." I'm like what? He's like, "I, I almost died." And I'm like, "Yeah, you almost." He's like, "No, like seriously." I'm like, "What?" And he he you know, goes into more detail that we don't have to do here. And I'm I'm glad you're around, man. I know we give each other a hard time and. Uh, we like to, you know, take some jabs and stuff because that's what we do because we're men and that's how we show each other we like each other or whatever. But I'm glad you're here and a part of the show and, and setting us up here. It's been a great year. So It has been. It's it's crazy. It's We're ending out the 2019 year. We've had, like, I mean, literally thousands upon thousands of downloads of this and, and all across the world. So it started us just kind of, you know, here, kind of in the office, not knowing what to talk about, and, and what, here we are now. We almost got too much to talk about some weeks. We do, and we've had our appreciate those great sponsors, Lunatic. Like, oh man, yeah, we've had we, some. We've been holding off. We've got a real big thing we're going to work on with Cellhound. We've tried to get through this holiday season. They've been antsy. We've been antsy. So that's that's true. We're going to work on that here in the next uh, week or two. And might I suggest, if you're new to eBay or you haven't been selling that much, or or even you've sold and just not really, try it again. Make it a resolution to make you some extra cash. Yeah. I I talk to people all the time, and they're always telling me about money struggles. I can't do this. I can't go eat there. I can't do. I don't have the money to do this. And. I, I'm tired of saying, hey, I got a podcast. Hey, this is how I do it because they don't take the incentive. They don't want to do it. That's fine. But if you're listening to this show, you're taking the, the you're downloading and listening and trying to figure it out. Just start listing and selling. I promise um, you'll figure it out. You'll find something that sells for you. You'll find your niche. And if you're not into it, you'll know really fast and you'll be done with us. So give it a try. I like this resolution thing because it's just, it's just pumping me up. I mean, worst case, you'll get you a couple meals down at the Red Lobster. Which, speaking of, how'd that uh, gift certificate tree yet? I haven't used it yet. I'm, I put it underneath the tree for me to Holly. She was really excited to get it. I said, you know, Adam got us those biscuits. I know We brought them home. We ate them all. It was delicious. And I just thought I'd, I'd get this something special for you. So you re-gifted a gift that I gave to you, but it puts your name on it. Hey, you want to know the truth. You're a weasel. So so I was at work the other day. We're doing the year in inventory. And uh, this guy, his girlfriend works there. It's a whole mess. But she's trying to get out of him. You know, what'd you get me for Christmas? What'd you get me for Christmas? She wants a space heater because she gets cold or something, right? <laughs> I'm like, he's going to get you the space heater. Whether he did or not, he's not going to tell you. But, like, at this point, he has to do it or else you're going to dump him. So you're getting the space heater because she doesn't know if she should go buy it or whatever, right? <laughs> and so at that point, I'm like, don't take away the magic of Christmas. Just let him surprise you. I agree. And then I get thinking, I told my wife. I'm like, what do you want? And she doesn't want anything ever. I'm like, no, you're getting something nice this year. Like, we, we're, we're getting, I had that $600 eBay day the other day. Like, yeah. we're doing something good. I mean, I know we usually go on trips and, and things and we have, you know, good times, whatever. But 
She wanted some, some nice headphones, so I got her some nice uh, bows. Is that how you say it? Oh. Some nice. Um, We're always on the lookout when we go to the thrift stores. My kids know that's the brand. We, I, I went to the Costco. I didn't even go used on this Ooh. one. I went top shelf, and uh, I saw those, those noise canceling headphones. And I said, you know, she's got this new office Whoa. job. And Whoa! I said that that's what you want. That's what because she was trying to go with these cheap ones, and she found some somewhere that were just like a lot, lot less quality and. Uh, and uh, so Merry Christmas! That and the Red Lobster card. I'm walking on a water at my house. Things are good on the east side at the Evans house. <laughs> I guess technically yes, it is the east side. I guess <laughs> not the Upper East where Adam has his uh, perch, but not, not the Easter Easter's. I not like the holiday, but the more eastern side. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we're on the east side of the, the Quinn. <clears throat> so, uh, you got any more items for me, or do we need to get derailed? It's been a little while since we. I know we get our husky section. I mean, I just kind of derailed a little bit there, didn't I? Well, it's it's all related, though. That's the thing is, every time something comes out of your mouth, people can make money. Well, I mean, I don't want to use names, and I know we don't get political, but we get political, and I've just had some things come to mind. So I'm not going to throw out names necessarily, but there's something that's kind of been bugging me. Okay. And it's a little derailly. I don't know where we're going with this. Well. I'm of the ilk that you represent the people that vote for you, right? So the other day, our, our property taxes just went up like 60% or something crazy. I can get on boat with you on 69%. And and they want money for this, that, and the other. And people are all upset, but when it comes time to vote, I'm sorry, people, that no one votes, or they keep the same people in. And we had dinner with a congressman a while ago. I don't know if you remember that or not. With Representative Curtis? I wasn't going to say his name because of what I'm about to say. Republican John Curtis. What is the name? You remember the story he told? He was almost bragging about it. And this has bugged me ever since. And I voted for the guy. And he was a great guy in Provo. As a mayor, everyone loved him. And you asked me to get derailed. This has bugged me ever since. So he tells two stories to us when we're there. Yes, he did. And the one story, and he's kind of hodnobbing. He's there to get money. I I get it. He's campaigning. He's talking to his base. I might not be particularly his base, but I liked him. Yeah. I liked him up to this point. I was excited to go to this dinner and hear him speak. You were drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, and he talks about, he got elected and he's on Air Force One. Yep. And he says, you know, I don't drink soda pop. <laughs> I just, that's uh, not something I do. But they called us to the back of the plane and Orrin Hatch brings us back there. And, and we're there with President Trump and and uh, we're going to get a picture taken on Air Force One. which is cool, whatever. Yeah. If I'm ever on Air Force One, I don't care who the president is. I'll get my picture taken. I get it, right? I get it, too. And he's like, but President Trump says, uh, John, I know you're a Mormon. And I know Mormons don't, don't drink. I got cold anyways. It's not a good Trump. I know Mormons don't. It's not a good Trump to begin with. Don't drink alcohol. Listen, I, I appreciate you trying to, you know, pretend yeah. like you're our friend. But when he comes in, like, it, it's, it's, it's the sorry. real thing. I'm like, sorry. He's not here. Don't even okay, try See, that's my impersonation. Some people say that I've been doing the... No, that's how that was mine. That's not even. So he says that President Trump basically says, "I know you don't drink uh, alcohol and have you have a beer or whatever, some whiskey or whatever, but you want uh, a diet coke." He says, "When the president offers you a diet coke, you take the diet coke." So he has a picture with him and the diet coke and and the thing. That was his story. And I thought, well, what if you're on the plane with Willie Nelson and he offers you a hit? If if Willie offers you weed, you take it or snoop. Is where's your where's your morals at, Senator, Congressman, Mister Congressman, like? You say, no thanks, President, I'll take a water, I don't drink pop, it's nothing religious, I just don't drink it, but I'd love a picture with you, right? To me, that's a man of your morals. 
You don't just preface it with, if it's, I occasionally will drink soda pop or whatever, but he was bold of, I never drink it, but since the president offered me, well, if the president had offered you, I don't know, some of his lady friends that he might be in trouble with keeping quarters with different people, is it, well, I don't usually have prostitutes, but since the president offered them to me, you know, so first off, I don't know where you draw the line there. And then he goes on to say that they had a big vote coming up, and you asked for the derailment. And I'm sorry, I know we're going to get hate letters on this one. And I, I, this is towards one congressman, not towards every one of the ilk or the. There's bad on all the sides. It's it's a filthy. Politicians are all pretty much dirty, filthy people. It is a swamp, and it hopefully it gets drained. But it looks like it's just getting filled more to the brim every day. So he tells the next story of he's on the floor and they're passing this 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 the next boat. one. This is the one because it was about taxes and and the people that go back and forth and this texting. Me off. They've been texting back and forth. And your job is people are going to try to get you to vote for their side. So people yeah. are trying to find you. It's not your people. It's oh, you're or, just or other people are coming down and saying, "Hey, what side do you vote for?" And this and that. He said that he went and hung out in the bathroom. He went to the restroom and waited until it was time to vote. Then ran out of the crapper and hurried and voted and got out of there. He was avoiding people. Yeah, trying to persuade him to vote to do his job. That's like me saying, hey, I had a load of things to deliver, but I went and acted like I had the diarrhea until it was time for my truck to roll. Then I hurried up and ran out of the office and went up and did my delivery. Then I came back. Like, wh- how? what are you doing if that's the stories you're telling? How weaselly do you get? Wow. And so, and that, and then some things with the impeachment and stuff that's going on. So I just it can't, I've lost John Curtis's endorsement for this show, obviously, but. I wasn't going to say his name. I was just going to say congressman. But that did not impress me whatsoever and thought, ah, yeah, if I was going to vote for you, you just lost me, buddy, twice. And those were the stories you were telling, trying to get money out of my pocket. Was that derailed enough for you? Wow. I, I know we get into some things, but I did not know that's where we're going. And, you know, the best part is I 100% support it. We are 100% free speech here. Well, if I'm you like, don't like things, air your grievances. Vote your conscience, but... These people that represent us, stop voting for the same people. If you don't like what's happening, but you think, oh, my guy's good, no, they're not. Vote <laughs> for the new people. Get some new blood in there. I don't care, Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever. If you're not liking how it's being handled or what's happening, then get out the people that are doing it. Hey, that's just like me when I ran for city council. They didn't like the new guy. So so I was running for city council, so that's for derail. This is a few years back, right? This was a few years back. This is normally a... Uh, a uh, podcast about um, selling online, but it's also a podcast about taxes, and this is tax related. So Adam was running for city council because he wants to help out people and serve. And I don't get it because you're when you do it locally, you never get the uh, gratitude that you probably deserve, and, and you get people like me yelling at you on I, the podcast. I, but they're like the most involved in your daily life, like those people on the local level. So, so he had up a good campaign, and he had it harder. And we went to a parade, and the whole way we live in a small town. And they like it a certain way, and just how it's been is how it always should be, and that's how it's always going to be. And if you're not a member of the good old boy network, sometimes that works against you. So Adam puts together this whole great campaign, and one of it was, hey, we're going to go in this parade. And he has a, uh, a friend of his that he does taxes for that played for uh, the BYU basketball team, who's pretty famous around these parts, still playing in, in the Euro Leagues. And he has him come down, and they're giving him guff about, hey, you can't be in a parade. Yeah. Well, Why? 
because we've never had that happen before. Yeah. Is there any rules or anything against that? No. And if you go to any other parade, there's always always candidates Something, for everything yeah. in there. So he's pulling, you know, oh, a hard yeah. time in that one. So fight, get in the parade. So we go down there and we're throwing out bouncy balls because you can't give out candy because kids have allergies or whatever. Yeah. And he has this basketball player and people are thinking that's all cool and Ab's going over and and shaking hands and kissing babies and <laughs> taking pictures and everything. So it went fairly well, but it it's an uphill time. battle. Then he had a few other things where he tried to do, you know, things at the park on um, oh, God. on days where, you know, you'd have at city parties, festival. festivals yeah. and things. And everywhere he went, there was red tape and just bureaucracy and an uphill climb. And so uh, it gets to be about the time for elections. And as me and Adam have talked about on, on this podcast plenty, we, we were fans of college football. But uh, we're especially fans of the, the University of Utah. And one of their big games every year is playing USC. And Adam said, why don't you come over to the house and watch this game? And so me and my wife came over. We had pizza the whole nine yards. Had a great night. <laughs> and uh, get on Facebook the next day in our local yard cell. And somebody's been going around tearing down campaign signs. And so I don't know who the person was. But they say it was the new guy running. He was going around at night. And he was tearing down all these campaign signs because he's a horrible scumbag, just like his friend that sells stuff on the internet. You might know him from the Christmas time. That part of my bad lived a little bit. But this is basically a true story. No, and, that part is... And they're like, he's a horrible person, and he's going around tearing these down because he doesn't want you to vote for these people, just him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, guys, hey, it wasn't him. And I, how I know it wasn't him is because... I hung out with him all last night watching a football game <laughs> until, like, I mean, it went to, like, it midnight. It was, a late, it was one of those later games, and I'm like, it, it wasn't him. I don't know what teenage vandals. It's probably your kids. They're so bored that you're, you know, just to be glad that they're not out, you know, impregnating people or stuff. Like, they were out tearing down signs. Should be just, you should be happy with that. But it wasn't the new guy because I was with him the whole time. And then even after that, they're like, well, of course you'd say that. You're a friend. I'm like, no, because I was with him. Like, anyways, and and it ended up winning that election. Oh, God. And now we got a podcast because if you were on the city council, you probably wouldn't have time for this. No, and and part of that was I wanted to be able to impact taxes because it's a very complex thing. And I don't know. I don't know why I try things, but. Yeah, I'm glad you do. You always have a couple of pokers out the fire and. Uh, that was that, that was a derailment, if ever there was one. Well, I appreciate that kind of a derailment because, you know, if you are listening to this, if you made it through that far, we don't get into politics all the time, but if we do, we're very ambiguous about it. Uh, well, I have a few feelings here and there. But. Yes. But be involved. Like, whether that's like, if you want to know why your taxes are going to suck, then you find out why. Well, it's the same with these people. They're like, why am I paying sales tax on eBay now? Exactly. the sales why am I Because you didn't go and vote against it. Because you didn't rep- call your representatives and say, hey, hey, Senator, when you're back there, I have a small business and I can't compete with Walmart with sales tax. Exactly. I'm buying my stuff from a junk store that's already been taxed five times. You're not, you're not contacting people. And then you complain on the Internet like me and Adam on the Facebook group can do anything about it for you at that point. Once you open Pandora's box, when's the last time you ever heard of them saying, you know what, this tax, uh, we're going to take it away. It funded whatever we needed it for. (laughs) Yeah, we're good. We got the money. It just doesn't happen. But if you'd have been proactive, and enough of us would have been there, everyone that's upset now would have been contacting people and saying, hey, don't do this. Maybe it would have happened. Eventually, it probably would have. But you can hold those people accountable that did it and say, you lost your job because you didn't listen to us. Man, there you go. You 
You want to hit the... Uh, go out and vote, people, when it's your turns. There you go. Get the Evie moment there. Yeah. Man, I... That should have been in November. <laughs> it should have been in November. Except for, I think, Senator Kurt, or, uh, Congressman Curtis is up for re-election in November, so I might have to hey, we let might, him on the show. We might, we'll throw a feeler at him, see if he wants to come and defend his good name. Yeah, he's not bad like some people. A-Rod. on the show, and I think we had one other person... You're not bad, uh, Congressman Curtis. If you want to come in here and defend hanging out in the bathroom instead of doing your job and running out like a weasel, well, there's an empty seat right here. Hey, we it's may... usually painters or pelican seat, but we'll let you come in. Hey, I know we do have a, a loyal listener that um, you know used to work with uh, Mayor Curtis, so he's got an in. He might be a good guy. He seemed like a great guy till that night. We'll see. So, man, we've been zipping through. He probably didn't listen that far. If you like the guy. I'm sure he didn't. So got that negative review now. Yeah, let's let's take a break, man. I, I need to I need to do, uh, you know do a couple things. Well, it's that time of the year. It's time to file your taxes. What a daunting task! Can you imagine sitting in your basement taking all twelve months of all your receipts and just trying to figure that out? I got that shoebox full of receipts, and I'm going to make this work. And then what do you do? You get online, and you try and figure it out yourself. It ain't worth it, man. Hey, you need to file your taxes. Go to AdamUpAccounting.com. We'd be happy to help you. We understand resellers like crazy. Um, We know how to file your taxes. We know how to put all your expenses in the right categories. We know how to take care of it timely that you feel like, oh, this is well worth it. I should have been doing this my entire life. Look at Derek. Look what he used to be. And look what we've got him trained into now. I'm a champion. That's what your Twitter says. So go to AdamUpAccounting.com. You can find us on there. You can uh, message us directly. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you out so that we can decrease the stress that you have coming up in the next few months. Hey, we're all trying to save some money this holiday season, and a great way to do it is with our friends at Visible Mobile. They offer unlimited everything, talk, text, data, a mobile hotspot on that phone, and of course, if you tell them that you're with us at the Death Piles and Taxes Show, you're going to get 20% off. They have a bunch of other great deals as well, so go over and look at Visible.com to see what they have to offer. Use our code BVWBQ. I know that's long and awkward, but it's going to be in the show notes, so use it, and uh, we'll hook you up. That'll be great, because then I can use my extra cash buying stuff on eBay. We are sports fans. We believe. We are all in. We deserve to see our team in the biggest playoff and championship games, but tickets are gone or too expensive. We're lunatics. The number one ticket site for fans to reserve playoff or championship tickets for any team in any game. Hold or resell your reservations all year long. When your team makes the game, you get the tickets. Want regular season tickets? Buy any tickets with no fees and we'll give you 20% back to reserve any postseason tickets you want. Any other ticket sites offer you that? No chance. Be there and tell the story forever. Lunatics.com Well, how are you back after that little fist fight there with the government? I've calmed down, and I thought about it. I might need to apologize just a hair. Maybe I, I jumped a little bit with 
having a Diet Coke and having a prostitute be that similar. So I, I apologize a little bit for that. I might jump to conclusions. Might have uh, Evil Knievel doesn't make those kind of jumps. I mean, there's just a uh, a song that uh, my dad used to like to tell me about. That was if you can't stand for uh, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. The old Aaron Tippin song. Oh, remember that? Maybe I'll throw that on here at the end. I don't know. That's a goodie. We're in the holiday season. I've been really enjoying those holiday songs. I've been putting them too deep on some episodes. So you have. Yeah. I I will throw that. It's like those songs. Like they're like the the extra little nugget. Like, you got to get all the way to the end to catch it. I just want to throw a special thank you to the holiday edition one. You threw uh, Pedro the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That was uh, Mamacita Donde Este Santa Claus. That was a good one. Oh, yes, yeah. you know I speak of the Spanglish. That was a good one. The Spanglish. Uh, that, right. that one made me chuckle. I like to include, um, there was the... Uh, so I, I like Robert Earl King a lot, the Merry Christmas from the family. But afterwards, there's Merry Christmas, y'all, which my dad said the other day, I've never heard that song before. And I said, yeah, I just found it. The other day. He's like, but why have I never heard that? So I don't know. It was kind of like a part two or prequel to the Merry Christmas from the family. That you never know. And uh, and last week I had some, some fun ones. This week uh, we might get more into um, back to normal. I don't know. We'll see what happens. See, and you know what the exciting part is, is I know we get into tax season. There's some good tax man songs. There is. The Beatles did the tax man. They I did. Think. I think when we started, I did that in the commercial, if I remember right. You, you did, and there's always money. Yeah, yeah, always. There's there Pink Floyd. And I probably need to apologize to the kids from the accounting class that I told them life would get better, but it just reminded me of a joke. I'm going to see Mick Foley here in a couple couple weeks now at this point, or maybe it's this week. Um my, my Mick Foley, big fan of wrestling growing up, and now he does this little stand-up routine where he tells, I think it's called Stories That You Already Know, and then he just comes and tells stories. But he, uh, I had wrestling either DVD or VHS back in the day of a lot of his matches and stuff, and he'd come to his little commentary in between them or whatever. And he said, you know, if you're a big fan of me, I know that you didn't have a girlfriend or a lot of, a lot of dates on Saturday nights, so I appreciate the support, something like that. I just kind of thought about that with your kind of kids. I said, you know, life gets better. <laughs> so was that like the uh, presidential halfway? I apologize, but I don't. No, it was. A, it was a kind of. Um, I get it. We're we're wrestling fans, and that doesn't always make you the most attractive. But I appreciate your support. He gets it. I, I don't. I still can. Accounting's a cool job, man. It's sexy. Yeah, no, you got all the ladies. That's that's why that one class was completely empty because of the whole thing that we went over. So hey, I was thrown out there, but the accounting kids like that came, and I said, uh, I said something about it gets better, guys. You know, it's not about quantity; it is about quality. And I had the seven best kids in the entire. School. And if you want the money, that's a great great I, place to go. I, I've numbers. already had one of them reach out for an internship. Oh, that's awesome! So that's uh, so what I'm saying, man. You know, it's funny as walking around and talking. You really like, yeah. These are the kids that are going to be making the money. They got their heads on straight, and yeah. uh, and just because you're you might not be having all the dates on Friday night doesn't mean that you won't have all the money in a couple of years, right? And I didn't. And maybe they do. I don't know. Times are changing. They, they are. There wasn't a whole lot of hot toys this holiday season, but uh, Mike Pater uh, turned me on to these Care Bears that were the collectible Care Bears, and during Black Friday you could pick them up at uh, Target for $8, and they were limited in-store quantity, so I went online, he said, no, you can get them online too, and I bought, like, I, I five of each, something like that, 
And when we were in San Jose, my wife sent me this picture of our, our doorstep, and she just had these huge boxes taller than her. And she's like, what did you buy? Because, I mean, it was piled high to the ceiling, and it was just all these Care Bears. So I sold uh, one of them for $22. Sorry, I still feel like I'm a little congested. A Jumanji game. So this is my big secret that I might regret giving out. There's a Jumanji game that you can get at Walmart, and I've been doing this for a couple of years now. The one at Walmart is a wooden board, and it's a Walmart exclusive, or a wooden case box, whatever it is. And so you can get them elsewhere, but they're not the wooden box and case or whatever. So I, I pick them up there, and usually around the holiday season, I'll get, you know, 20, 30 of them, something like that. Um, over the last two years, I've sold 60, I think 62 of these. Wow. They usually go international uh, through the Global Shipping Program. This one I sold for 30, or no, excuse me, 41 euro. 41 euro. Okay. Plus whatever it costs to ship there. So that, that ain't not bad. And uh, I've had a lot of success with those, but I'm thinking that might be coming to an end. Or if you've made it this far in the podcast, you deserve a little something there. Another thing, it's a great time to go sourcing after Christmas. If you haven't been, yeah. everything gets 90%, 75% off. There's an idea of what I've been selling over the holiday season. You're selling some stuff, man. A little of everything. Um, I've also been selling on the marketplace and Macari, like we said, with the cards. I've uh, really tried to up that game. So, you know, that's, uh, I guess there's your little nugget. Everyone always says, well, you never say prices or what you're selling for or what you're selling. Yeah. So there was just a big long segment about it, Adam. That's that's a great segment. And I was, you know, I was looking at buy sales, some of the things you were doing. You know, I never understood people talk about promoting sales. So as we were talking, I was kind of going through and looking at my store and essentially you can promote your item for a certain dollar figure. This is me explaining it to our listeners, not to Derek. Obviously he knows what I'm talking about. Um but you can promote it based off of a certain percentage, and you only get charged that as if you sell your item now. Yeah, yeah, with your promoted listing. So I started doing that, and I looked into that, thinking, "Oh, that's that's interesting." I, you know, um, one of the things that I was looking at is, I think I changed my um, handling time, and I don't know if I ever changed it back. Oh, you might want to do that because that's a big thing when people are wanting stuff, especially. Uh, here a few weeks ago when it was the holiday season, you got yeah. that holiday rush. People, that, that matters to people. If you need something for Granny for Christmas and, and you're leaving on the, the 20th and you need it there by the 20th or the 19th, I guess, whenever you, you need a buyer, send it there. It needs to be there by, you know, there's some hard dates when it comes to holidays. So so I'm, I'm going through because I believe that that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to change that. Um, also with the promoted listing, you, you pick what percentage that is. And, yeah, you don't pay it unless it sells. So it's a good way. Uh, we were talking last week about Brian wanting to get more eyeballs on things. Uh, that's a good way to, you know, you promote it, maybe give a 5% commission cut to eBay if it sells, depending on what you're you're into it and what you're uh, hoping to keep that, that margin at. But you might get a whole lot more eyeballs if you put it on a promoted listing where they're going to show it, you know, kind of top of the page on those searches. And, in, obviously, the more people that see it, the more likely it is to sell. I'm going to, I'm, well, thank you. I appreciate, so we were getting into, Derek was going through his things, and I'm like, well, Derek's talking. I ought to see what I'm doing, because, you know, I've got the master here, the eBay championne. El, el championne. El campione. 
So I just went through my store and I looked at it and says, man, I think it's a little too long on the handling time. And apparently I forgot to change it after the last vacation. I went on vacation and never came back. So we changed that handling time, and, and then I also went through, and it was pretty easy. Went through some bulk thing, very straightforward. Yeah, if you just go to your uh, your active listings and, and the bulk editor, um, you can select all and change handling time. It was nice. If you go on vacation, uh, you don't have to close your store. A lot of people do. I just change handling time, and when you come back, you just got to remember to set it back. And I didn't. But the other thing is, we always talk about this item specifics, and apparently I had 13 items that I was not item specificing. So if they're not um, shown up in in your item specifics, they're not going to be shown up in the search to be to be bought. So uh, sometimes when people wonder why things haven't sold, uh, a few weeks back I, I kind of broke it down, went through it. I had to go through all my listings and add a whole bunch of information. Um, they've had a whole lot more of item descriptions, and that stuff bleeds over into people finding finding you on Google as well. So uh, just go update your stuff, people. Man, that's that's. We really ought to do like a screen share and like that's pretty good stuff, man. Yeah, well, I mean, New Year. We're in the New Year, man. We're getting into it, so uh, maybe more of that will will come this year. We'll see what happens. But I'm still trying to look. How are we going to get the camera in here? Because the angle doesn't necessarily. It's not very. Um, yeah, that's your flattering. That's your uh, that's your call there. I've been doing a few lives for you. I've been trying to be a little better friend that way. Maybe we just need it. We need to set it up on there on the same side. But then I can't look at you when I'm talking. That'd be yeah, kind of awkward. We got it. I mean. Our editing and stuff, we have to stop the lie. I don't know. I don't know. A lot goes into it. The behind the scenes of death piles and taxes. Hey, we, hey, we've been rambling for a while. You think we throw in a husky section or do we just go as two things for certain? I don't know. Let me let me try and put a pulse on what the listeners want. Maybe we just go another husky section. All right. We'll, we'll throw a husky section, but let's just close it now. Let's put it on the end of the show. There's two things that are certain. That would be... 2020 is going to be an amazing year. It's going to be a great year, folks. I'm really excited. You're going to get a death pile, but it's going to be whittled down because you're going to have the motivation for the new year. You'll be listing your death piles. It'll be much smaller than previous before. And guess what season we're into? We're into tax season. And taxes are for certain. Here it comes, the. several different things he's been doing. And, uh, we were talking about something that you had. Somebody contacted you about one of your uh, units that you had listed in your store. What was it? <laughs> my units, yeah. <laughs> so so uh, while thrifting at one of the, the, the thrift stores, uh, it was actually one of my very first trips. We were looking at the jackets off of a hot tip from uh, from Mr. Beasley. And uh, while we were there, they, it was an Olympic jacket, or what we assumed was an Olympic jacket. It was red, white, and blue. had the USA logos and things like that, flags, and it had tags on it, brand new. And so I picked it up. You know, I bought it for 6 bucks or something like that, you know, at the store. Took it home, 
I mean, it's in mint condition. Took pictures of it. Have no clue what it is. Can't find any info about it anywhere. Send it to Derek. He's got no clue. He tells me to do some reverse lookup Russian website where you know I was commun- communicating with Putin. I guess I don't. I'm not 100 positive. Are they tra- are they tapping this? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. They probably are. We got those weird spooky lullabies too. I don't that's, like that. that could be so. But hey, well, Trump's our friend, so we're good, right? So I mean, he, he maybe he'll come on the show. I'd like to meet him next time. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> So, so anyway, though, looking at this, <laughs> I'll, I'll see what we can do. I got to usually special clearance when he comes okay. in, but we'll tell him I'm here. Well, okay, we'll see what we can <laughs> see, do. See if we can get to see it. He'll come. <laughs> anyway, uh, long story short, though, I, I contact the company that's the manufactures this jacket. Um, it was Under Armour, so it's an Under Armour jacket. So I contact Under. Wow, Armour. you're doing some deep dive. Yeah. So, so I contact Under Armour. Uh, they tell me that it was be- that it wasn't something that they produced in house or something. I guess they told me to contact some other company that I guess had done some subcontractor work for them. So this is when your Chinese really came into hand. Yeah, I didn't actually get to use it, but I, I was prepared. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I contacted this other company, and they tell me, "Hey, Mike, this is a 2014. I, th- I can't remember the exact year, but it's a U.S. Nationals team jacket. We assumed it was a gymnastics jacket. That's what." The folks at Under Armour told me, and that's what these guys told me. And I was like, all right, so at least it gave me something to look at. Cannot find anyone. There's nothing out there, no, nothing. I can't find pictures of these teams anywhere that's showing this. But I listed it because that's what Under Armour and these other folks told me. So I listed on my eBay store. Long, oh, two months probably pass, and uh, I'm contacted by someone and said, hey, just so you know, that's not a uh, gymnastics jacket. That's the national team for the Speed, Ga- Speed Skating Association, or Speed Skaters. And I was like, well, that makes sense. And the dude the dude sends me the logo, and it is, by golly, it's the logo that's on the arm. Yeah, Apollo onto Ono. You guys must it, be tight. Yeah, it, yeah, I think he wore this jacket. I'm not 100% positive, but I think so. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. So, but, but uh, yeah, long story short, the dude wasn't like a jerk about anything. We didn't say, hey, remove this. He this just not... knew what it was. Yeah, yeah he knew what feedback. it was, and he gave me feedback, and he was really super cool about it. And I said, hey, thank you. I really appreciate that. And he said, no problem. I hope you sell it. And, you know, he gave me all that feedback. It was really cool. And, I, you know, I've heard stories from Derek and you that said, that, you know, guys are usually really like that and helpful and, just, you know, on descriptions and things. And then they were. So I encourage everybody else, if you know something, to, to be helpful. You're, you're always – and it's, I don't know. Again, it's that, that treasure hunt. Like, you know, I don't know if you're going to make a gojillion dollars on this coat. But, again, you're, you're learning. Well, right now it's listed at eight hundred dollars, so I'm. Not <laughs> <laughs> Is that price negotiable? Yeah, yeah wow. it's, it's negotiable, but I, I think uh, I, until I'm proven otherwise, I think Apollo Ono wore this jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anyone's looking for an Apollo Ono slightly used jacket, left in new tags, new tags. <laughs> wow. Well, I hope you get it. That's the thing is, well, we've learned that from this show. You don't ask why people pay how much they do for it. You just take their money. That's all you do. Well, that's a good thing, too, with the research, because I did. I came in, and I couldn't find anything, and he sent over the pictures, and and uh, I did have my reverse uh, Russian. Um, some eBay employee actually gave me that, one of our, when we went up to the, the place there in Draper for one of our meetings, and they gave me this reverse engineer, you know, picture thing that was, was based out of Russia, and they told me to make sure that just, you know, that you have good good spyware up to date on that or something. <laughs> they can they, they confirm or deny what, where, when, but, um, but that's a good thing with, as far as some people will say, well, I can't find anything. So one, it must be worthless or two, um, I'm not going to list it till I know what it is. And, and like Mike did, you know, you throw it up there and 
and people are helpful. I've heard a lot of this with like military type, uh, you know, your uniforms and your, you put something, you say it's from the Second World War and somebody will say, no, actually that's from Korea or, or whatever. People are, are good to help and people that are looking, maybe that person was a speed skater on the team, who knows, or, or a collector or something. Yeah. And, and there's enough of a, a demand out there or an audience that, you know, they'll let you know and they didn't come in and say, hey, you're, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're doing. You shouldn't be selling eBay. They said, or this price is ludicrous. They just said, hey, this is what it is, and, and helped you out. So uh, going the extra mile, and I mean, you do all the research you can, but at some point you just got to, you know, list. and Otherwise, sit in your closet forever, right? I mean. Yeah, your kids think, oh, was dad on the speed skating team of 2014? Yeah. And, you know, you start that whole thing. Well, right? and that could work, too. I mean, they, they don't know any different as of right now. As of right now, you can tell them that this was my jacket, and now we're going to sell it so you can go to Disneyland. We had a great team. Well, Mike, we've, we've appreciated having you on the show, and we're going to do some bonus stuff with you here because, well, we can, and we're, you know, in a, a place in San Jose. And, well, honestly, what else are we going to do for the rest yeah, of the night? Yeah, I'm always up for a bonus.
shine through From Mount Zion, this is what we do Bring love to you The night of the hayride The way that we hugged to try to keep warm While taking the sleigh ride Magic moments Memories we've been sharing Magic moments When two hearts are caring Time can't Telephone call that tied up the line for hours and hours. The Saturday dance, I got up the nerve to send you some flowers. Magic moments, memories we've been sharing. Magic moments, when two hearts are caring. Time can be. Time that the floor fell out of my car when I put the clutch down. The penny arcade, the games that we played, the fun and the prizes. The Halloween hop when everyone came in funny disguises. Man. 